It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, let's see now, Rich, since, since the last program, you were in Wichita uh, for a very important event. And, uh, and tell me about it. Well, I was. Just this past week, on Monday, um, I was in Wichita for the kickoff of the Value Them Both Amendment campaign. Now, what on earth does Value Them Both mean? Well, that means valuing the mother and the baby. Value yeah. both of them. Value them both. Because, Dad, this goes back to Wichita uh, in, in 1991. It was called the Summer of Mercy. The Summer of Mercy. And we were there to cover that uh, for mm. weeks as people would, would sit in and, and lay down and interpose their body to close down the abortion clinic so the baby scheduled to be killed that day would have another chance at life. Yeah, and it was a peaceful and um, and they prayed uh, absolutely and, they and very sang. very much um, absolutely not even an inkling of what you see today. So uh, on the other side of the street were the pro-abortion people, and they yeah. were just uh, hurling insults and vile words and epithets and so forth. But one thing that they said is, if this is the law, change. The, if you don't like it, change the law. Change the law. Yeah. Well, a lot of people in Kansas then went to work on that, and they elected pro-life legislators. And they elected people that valued the sanctity of human life, and they did, in fact, change the laws. And Kansas then enacted some very good pro-life restrictions and regulations to limit the abortions in the state of Kansas. Kansas. Mm. But then the liberal activist Supreme Court in 2019, just before COVID, the, the right. Kansas State Supreme Court found, uh, invented really, uh, a right to abortion in the Kansas State Constitution that had never been there before. And they say well, no, that no, wait it's— Wait Rich. That gets confusing because it, whatever was there was there, except now it's being interpreted— as something it never was interpreted before. That's why it's an activist Supreme Court. They are activists in creating law rather than just interpreting the law. But and nevertheless, reading, so now they're reading things, they're reading things into the Kansas state constitution that were never intended to say how they are now interpreting them as being said. And the whole idea is how can we continue to kill children? however small they may be, because, well, I don't know why. I mean, I can't say why. You know, Rich, I want to say something. Uh, you know, at at 87, soon to be 89, uh, 80, I'm 88 now, soon to be 89. When I was a kid in Minneapolis, even as a teenager, I can't remember anyone ever in my parents or circle of friends or on the news or public discussion, certainly in school, even hearing about abortion. 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 I can't even remember that. And um, now I know that they must have been occurring, but but everything that's bad, always, nothing is new. Nothing is new. And the Bible says that. But what occurred is it began, and then finally the whole culture adopted it, 
and then the mothers were out doing something other than ever designing to be a mother and a wife and have a family and keep a home. All of that turned over. So as that, as we have gone downhill so quickly, tumbling downhill, why then abortion became the cover-up. Abortion became the easy, quick, quick answer to something we thought would get in the way of what we intended our life to be. Uh, isn't that it? Yeah. And so what this is, this value them both, is a constitutional amendment to return the Constitution to its original meaning, which does not give a right to abortion in the state constitution is just silent on that. So the people, through their elected representatives, can regulate uh, as they have in the past, like a lot of other states do. But what's at risk right now is if this doesn't pass, then all of the pro-life laws that have been passed in the last three decades are set to be overturned one See, by one. And then and, abortion, uh, then then Kansas once again becomes the abortion capital of the nation, and we it, do it, not want that. <laughs> so if you're listening in Kansas, we have a lot of listeners all across the state of Kansas. We want you to pay attention to this and be sure you vote on August 2nd and vote yes for life. Vote yes to support that value them both amendment. You see, folks, if the Supreme Court of the United States says it must be returned to the states. It must be returned where the people of each state can express their will um, about that practice. Right. And and the limitations of it, of course, then they don't want that. So what some of those in Kansas are doing is saying, well, uh, we're home free because look at our state constitution says this, and we interpret it as meaning... The unborn child has no rights. The unborn child is a non-person. The unborn child can be ignored according to our state constitution. Well, it, it includes uh, state funding of abortion, too. Ta- and everything. Taxpayer funding of abortion. So, so this is very, very important uh, to pass and vote yes for life on that amendment, Well, too. anyway, in Wichita, there was this big rally, I guess. It was. Yeah, it was big kickoff rally uh, last Monday night at uh, Central Christian Church in Wichita, and it was absolutely fantastic. Melissa Oden was the MC, the Master of Ceremonies, and Melissa Oden, she's been on Complete Story before. She is herself a survivor of abortion, and uh, she had a chance to tell her story. And then um, uh, there were several um, prominent people across the state, and uh, including Matt Schlapp and Mercedes Schlapp, who uh, Matt is from Wichita originally, and he was there in the Summer of Mercy as well. But they were also uh, there to lend their voice. Uh, the Robertsons uh, from Duck Dynasty have been traveling across the state of Kansas this week telling people how important oh, it is, is to support right? the Value Them Both Amendment, yes. And uh, telling them to support life. Support life. The life of the mother, the life of the child, to support life. Now, um, I can't imagine anyone listening to this broadcast now that would find a problem with supporting life and doing whatever we can to support the most innocent, the tiniest, the most vulnerable, and then everybody else involved. Remember that sign we saw at that church in St. Louis many years ago? It said, God is pro-life. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, listen, now, we're, we were, anyway, it was a good meeting. 
And we'll talk about that again. We went there in 1992, I think it was. 91. Was it 91? And we had been in Wisconsin for something uh, that we really enjoyed. But then we knew this was going to happen in Wichita. So I said, Rich, let's go, let's go right now to Wichita. And we'll spend three days, no more. And then we'll get home. And we were there five and a half weeks. Did you hear what I said, folks? Five and a half weeks because it was so riveting. And we were there as reporters. We were there as reporters. I wanted to do an honest job of reporting what we saw and then who the people were who came from everywhere to save the life of an unborn human being. Well, anyway, let's get on to the program. Uh, Rich, many, many years ago, when I was a teenager, the church in which I was very, very much involved as a teenager in Minneapolis, Minnesota, somebody brought a young man there who was a cousin of his, and, and the young man had had a tough life. He'd done some pretty wrong things. He had, uh, well, he just not not lived the way a person should want to live. Anyway, he became a Christian. Uh, you know, folks, I'm so glad no one shunned him. I'm so glad no one failed to make him welcome. I'm so glad no one uh, ignored him. Um, but Freddie Good accepted the Lord as his Savior. And then... Uh, and then later on, why uh, he started singing about it, and he made a, a a record that I have had in my collection for all of these years. It's just a homely song, very very simply stated, but the message is so great out of his own testimony. I want the people to enjoy it now. It's called "Wasted Years." Have you wandered alone on life's pathway? Have you lived without love a life of fear? Have you searched for that great hidden me? Or is your life filled with long and wasted years? Wasted years, wasted years. Oh, how foolish as you walk on in darkness and Turn around, turn around, God is calling, He's calling you from a life of Search for wisdom and seek understanding. For there is one who understands 
Give it up, give it up, the load you're bearing, you can't go on with a life of wasted years, wasted years, wasted years, oh how As you walk on in darkness and fear Turn around, turn around God is calling, He's calling From a life way God is calling, He's calling from a life of wasted. Uh, you know, Rich, there are people listening right now, and they've lived up half of the years that, that, that they'll have in their lifetime. And they're wasted, but there's no time better than the moment right now. Today is the day of salvation. To change that, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't waste any more just because some have already been wasted. No reason to continue wasting them. But anyway, that was that was my friend, Freddie Livengood, who is now home to be with the Lord. Mm, and that was his He's testimony he was Lord. singing. And then, you know, your mother and I... Of course, we, when we were married, then we went out to California in 1952, 70, 70 years ago this month. And, uh, Happy anniversary. But then when we would come back to Minneapolis, we would, of course, visit the relatives and things. And everybody there had gone on with their life and, um, and everyone else. But, but Freddie Leibengood and his wife had a little girl. And we heard that she was kind of singing a little bit like her dad. That was her talent. That's what God gave her. That's what God blessed her with. And so anyway, she made a record. Uh, well, it was a song on that same album that I had in my library for so many years. And, and because and, her dad became a Christian, she was encouraged to live for Jesus. Yes, and that little 11-year-old girl... You know, folks, a lot of you have grandchildren, and you have your own children. Teach them to sing for Jesus. Teach them to sing in their little heart, to just to just put it out there. Anyway, here's little Pamela now. I think she was 11 years old, and her message is not the same as her father's. His was wasted years, but her message is live for Jesus. Listen to it. Oh, I won't be.
deaf man who can hear about salvation through my song and I'm singing for the blind man who can see the light in me and go just listen to that little girl, 11 years old, and the two things she said there is, live for Jesus when other houses crumble, yours will be strong. And then she says that she prays that others will see the light of Jesus in her life, the light of Jesus in her life, the light of Jesus in her life. That's right. And if we're going to have a Great Awakening-style revival, people need to live for Jesus and share their faith. And, and you know, whatever talent God has given you, sometimes a person's talent is just being a kind neighbor. Uh, sometimes a person's talent is, uh, is could be anything, uh, building a house and that sort of thing. But whatever the talent is, use it as a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. I think that's the big message there. Well, listen, we have we have not taken as much time as we should for some of our listeners uh, 
to speak and tell us what they want to hear us. And so those are the listener comments. So let's have the first Can I one give right the now. number first? Uh, okay. 1-800-345-2621. We would love to hear from you. So if you could call that number and tell us what you like about Bot Radio Network, uh, tell us your testimony, how it's influenced your life. We would love yeah. to hear stories like that. And here's Mary from Wichita. Yes, this is Mary in Wichita, Kansas. I've been a bot listener for years. I always tell people I would not be the person I am today without bot radio. I tell everybody about it. I have a sticker in the back of my car. And um, last Sunday, after church service, a friend came up and told me, Mary, I'm now listening to bot radio because you talk about it all the time. I pray for all of you all the time. Love you, and goodbye. God bless you, Mary. Thank you. Thank you for helping us spread the word. That's Mary, my new best friend. (laughs) You know what? It's the gospel. It's the David Jeremiah's preaching and all of the others. It's the gospel preaching and the Christian news and information uh, that God laid on our heart to, to make our format built around. That's what it is, folks. Uh, do you have a man next, Rich? Yes, a great testimony from a man in Topeka. Hey, peace be unto y'all. My name is A.J. Living in Topeka, Kansas. Please, please continue to do what you do by all those wonderful ministries that's, that's giving us the Word of God and they're not backing down. And I just want to promote Angram Lots. Oh, my Lordy, man. <laughs> I am getting so blessed by her teaching, and she is an anointed person. So thank you, Mr. Bot for being a man of God. Thank you, Bot Radio listeners. Everybody keep up the good work until that great day. Christ thank you. us to meet him in the air. Amen. All we'll right. meet you in the air. That's, That's right. That's exactly thank right. Thank you, Let's, AJ. God bless you. Uh, and, of course, Anne Graham Lodge, you know, she is the daughter of Billy Graham, uh, and Billy she's Graham. the sister of Franklin Graham, yeah. Anne Graham Lodge. Here's a lady that uh, loves Robert Moore, the Robert Morris broadcast and loves his preaching. She lives in St. Louis. Hi, I'm calling from Missouri, St. Louis area, and I am so grateful for Bot Radio and all the good preaching, and I am especially thankful that you added Pastor Robert Morris so that I can hear him every day. He has such wonderful insight into the scriptures, and I'm learning a lot from him. So thank you so much. Hmm. Gateway Church in Dallas. He's a great preacher. It's the the B-I-B-L-E, folks. It's the B-I-B-L-E, for goodness sakes. It's not something coming from Washington. It's not something coming from a politician. It's not even something coming from a preacher if he doesn't preach the Bible. And that's Genesis all the way through Revelation. And we have another one, Rich. Cover to cover, including the covers. But here's a man that's been listening for four years. Yeah, I've been listening to Bob for probably about four years now, and it's been helped me so much spiritually. Keep up the good work, Mr. Bot. Sure appreciate what you're doing for the Lord. God bless. Uh, mm, amen. All right. Well, let's, well, I tell you what, let's keep it going. Okay. Let's have another one. Hello. I have been listening to Bot Radio for about two years here in middle California, and I've been sequestered because of the pandemic, but Bot has been my church mainly 
it's been my way of worshiping. Uh, you know, Bot Radio Network uh, listening and Christian radio, Christian television too, is never a substitute for the assembling of yourselves together in the local congregation. All right, but wait, this lady in what. California, I want to encourage you to reconnect with your church as soon as you're able. But thank you for listening to Bot Radio Network, and we pray that what. it's a blessing and encouragement in your life. I want to, I want to fit this in if we can, Rich. One set of footprints. Remember, folks, it's the Lord that's carrying you through the storms of life, through the emptiness of life. When you only see one set of footprints and you think you're all alone and no one is with you, I want you to listen to this carefully. I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord when across the sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One set belonged to me and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of my life flashed before us, I looked back at the footprints in the sand, and I noticed that many times along the path of life, there was only one set of footprints. I also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in my life, and this really bothered me, so I questioned the Lord about it. One set of footprints in the sand Lord, you promised me you'd hold my hand Tell me why in the troubled times I look back and only find One set of footprints in the sand You said that once I decided to follow you, you would walk with me all the way. But I've noticed during the most troublesome times in my life, there's only one set of footprints. I don't understand why in times when I needed you most, you should leave me. Precious, precious child, I love you, and I would never, never leave you during your times of trial and suffering. When you saw only one set of footprints in the sand, it was then that I was carrying you. One set of footprints in the sand. I understand Through every storm It carried me Now I praise the Lord Each time I sing One set of footprints In the sand One set of footprints In the Oh, Rich, we got to get out of here. This is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, of another chapter of the complete story as a public service, and we'll see you later. <laughs>